Hi, Martin. How are you today? Good. Thank you so much for calling me, Martin. I really, I really appreciate it, and I'm, I'm excited to talk to you about, about your basketball career. Okay, I'm, I'm ready. Great. So one of, the, one of the first things that I like to do when I'm talking to former Dallas Mavericks is ask them about how they got started playing basketball. So growing up in Estonia, how did you start playing the sport? Uh, I, I started uh, about when I was uh, nine years old. I, I also played uh, soccer. Mm-hmm. So first couple of years, uh, I played basketball and soccer same time. And uh, once I started to grow, I, I chose uh, chose basketball. So I was uh, I was uh, back then. It was uh, Soviet uh, Union. Mm-hmm. How aware of the NBA were you when you when you first started playing? Was it? Did you have any favorite player, favorite NBA players at the time? Uh, Actually, uh, I'm sure I, I didn't know about NBA early in my age, but uh, when uh, about 15, 16, uh, mm. when I made the Soviet national team for uh, cadets or juniors, uh, I started to think about my future and uh, the main goal was to make it to the NBA. It was a little bit... Uh, no. It, it was hard because, uh, you know, the borders was uh, closed and uh, we couldn't really go outside of uh, our country. But uh, but later on, uh, I you know, I found the agent and uh, I went to, I left early Estonia. I went to, <laughs> when I was 16, I went to play in Sweden as a professional. Wow. Yeah, so, so that's where uh, things started to get better for me. Yeah, did did you enjoy your experience in Sweden? Yeah, I mean, actually, I enjoyed uh, everywhere where I played. I played yeah. a lot of places. So, uh, you know, as long as everything is good on the basketball court, it don't matter where uh, in <laughs> which country you are. Yeah, my uh, my sister used to live in Sweden, and um, I got to my wife and I got to visit her there in Stockholm last year, and I really enjoyed it. It was very very beautiful country. Okay, my sister lives in Sweden too. Oh, really? <laughs> Very cool. So at what point did, after you started your career in Sweden, at what point did, did you start to consider moving on to, to the NBA for the 1996 draft? Um, I, had a, uh, I had a deal uh, in Tel Aviv, Maccabi Tel Aviv. So I was actually, in the draft day, I was in uh, Israel. And uh, and I remember the draft day, all Israel was uh, waiting, uh, waiting Doran Sheffer to be drafted first round. So mm-hmm. I watched it live, and uh, I knew that if my name comes up, I will I would leave. And then main main goal was to to get to the states. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was surprised. I thought I would go maybe second round, but. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, you ended up being picked 25th. 25th by Utah. Did I know you initially or you were traded to Miami? Did you did that trade happen pretty quick or did you initially think you were going to Utah? No, I think uh, I had some uh, phone conversations uh, also with Pat Riley mm-hmm. and then uh, some people from I think Philadelphia and then uh, somebody else I think so there was a couple options uh, 
but uh, all this uh, mess, what's happening uh, in the draft day, everything can change. And uh, I wasn't surprised that I, I would be picked, but um, uh, but I had some uh, conversations. I had some interest. Yeah. From the um, so as a as a rookie playing for Miami initially, what was it? like playing for for Pat Riley because I hear things even to this day that you know he's very serious about conditioning and things like that so was that a a difficult adjustment playing for for Pat Riley oh, oh man that was tough that was yeah. a tough, tough I've been uh, you know in the tough places like uh, playing in Soviet national team uh, very young age where where we practiced 8 hours a day Oh, wow. three, three times a day altogether, like eight eight hours a day camps for 30, 30 days. And uh, that wasn't easy. But uh, Riley, the, the practices lasted uh, also, I think, nine o'clock started. Uh, Non-starters came at nine o'clock. They had individual practices. Uh, we was running like crazy. And uh, about 10 o'clock, starters came. And then we started the practice and uh, we finished about three. So mm-hmm. that, that's what I, I, I know that the uh, beginning of the season, uh, we worked really, really hard. So after that, I got uh, traded. Maybe maybe later it was easier. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but Riley, yeah, he was tough. Uh, it, it was pretty tough for me also because I wasn't really aware of the American uh, style or, no, there was, a, especially in Europe, you show, you know, with the fingers what play you will play, like two, three, or fist, or in States, there is a, there was different. Uh, when, when the guard comes up with the ball, depends where he passes, where he cuts, it's all the continuation. So I really had to, no, get used to it. Wasn't re- nobody really didn't help me with that. It would have been easier for me if I would have played uh, college basketball. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. That would have made the transition easier. So I know your time in Miami was limited, but do you have any memorable stories of you know going up against Alonzo Morning in practice or anything like that? Oh, of course, I had a great dunk against them. I had uh, PJ Brown and Alonzo was. Uh, trying to block and I had a great dunk both on both of them so same <laughs> same as Sean Bradley he was a little late in the, in the you know turn, <laughs> just turning around and I had a piece of him also so I was a big dunker back then yeah yeah very cool what do you remember most about about your first NBA game the very first one you ever played uh, <laughs> uh, okay that's a, that was a huge crowd and uh, I think uh I was waiting for that moment for a long time, you know. Yeah. Young player, you really, you really think uh, the world spins around you, you know. You 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 really want to play, and you don't think really about the team. You think more about uh, maybe your own stats or or something. And I think uh, I wasn't patient enough, but uh, I waited. I waited for uh, I think month or two, and then I got some garbage minutes. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I went straight to the basket, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember the even warm-up. It's, uh, I had lots of warm-ups. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I remember I was a little, little shaky. So <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it was great. I couldn't believe I'm finally here, you know. Yeah, very cool. 
So I know you played 10 games for Miami um, in that season. And then in February, you were traded to Dallas. How did you, how did you find out about your, the trade? Was it, did you find out in a meeting or, or a phone call? Like what was said to you? Oh, first, at that morning, we had a really tough practice. Uh, uh, we worked really hard. Uh, Pat Riley was, uh, didn't say nothing about the trade. Uh, we practiced hard. Uh, then uh, I lived in the same uh, Kibiskain, same area with uh, uh, Sasha Danilovic. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we went to play tennis. So about afternoon, we, 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 we talked and uh, we were supposed to meet on the tennis court. And... Uh, I already walked uh, out of my door and then I saw uh, uh, Sasha came towards me and said, uh, you don't know yet? You, you, you and me and uh, somebody else got uh, traded. We go to, we go to uh, Utah to play you know, uh, for Dallas. So we had the same night we had a game in uh, Utah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, um, uh, so I... I put my tennis racket back and uh, and we had to pack and not too heavy because we had a small plane waiting and and uh, Kurt Thomas was there too so we we flew a uh, couple of bags and uh, we uh, we flew to Utah and we made it to the second half and uh, we even uh, played a little so, oh so you uh, played that same day for yeah, yeah, yeah. Same day. so all the gear was ready and uh, that was uh, really surprised. And I was surprised because uh, I wasn't ready at all. Yeah. Had you, had you ever been to, I guess, I mean, that was Utah, but had you been to Dallas before you were traded to the Mavericks ever? No, no. Uh, that was my first time. Uh, actually, that transition was already a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the biggest surprises, uh, you know, I already saw or uh, had seen. So uh, I was in a pretty good shape, and uh, but you know, t- team-wise, we we didn't have a good time, a good year because there was a million trades going on. Uh, yes, there were. So, so we never knew who's who's coming, who's going, and uh, and then the team also we, we didn't win too many games. Yeah, I've talked to a few of your teammates from that season so far. I've talked to Samaki Walker and Eric Strickland. And I know when I talked to Samaki, we talked a lot about how many trades there were that season. And obviously you were part of one, but just the amount of players that were on the team that season was very high. What was that like for you, you know, coming to just a new team where there was a lot of instability? Was that just a very difficult adjustment? Um, I didn't have like uh, like a family back then where you know kids go to school or or uh, stuff like this. So it wasn't uh, really too hard. I just took it as a mm-hmm. new opportunity for me, and uh, I didn't see. I I just uh, found out what's the NBA. It's like you know, I, yeah. I knew, knew what was happening. Uh, I knew that uh, no, lots of lots of players going through that, you know. So this is just part of the NBA. It's mostly business. 
Yeah, that, that's true. And that's, I think that's something that, that he said and that, and that other people have said. Your coach that year was Jim Clemens, but he didn't last very long. And then the next season, coming early in the season, he's replaced by Don Nelson. What were your initial impressions of Don Nelson when he became your coach? Uh, I knew already enough about uh, coaches and and uh, and then the players, and uh, I, I knew that he's one of the, or or maybe he's the most winningest coach uh, till now. Uh, no, I think uh, we even uh, had the first uh, win right away with him. I think we beat New York or somebody. Oh, very cool! So his uh, first. Yeah, was he but, a fun coach to play for? Yeah, he he, he is because uh, he he like uh, he put me sometimes to play point forward or uh, like <laughs> stuff that I never heard before, you know. Yeah. Sometimes he l- likes to go like all smalls, or, uh, and then the, no, that was a uh, fun a fun part, you know. So he took it really. He made it interesting. Yeah, he did. He was definitely a, a fun coach and a, a good coach for Dallas at that time because he started to turn things around mm-hmm. a little bit. Your second year in Dallas, you, your career high came against the Clippers. I'm looking at uh, your box score right now. You had 24 points and eight rebounds, and you shot the ball really well. Do you, what, what are some of your memories of that game? Uh, actually, they're going to show it in uh, in Estonia, that game, in a couple of weeks. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, we, we, I, I haven't seen this game, but I know that it's already in Estonia. They're going to show it, like, uh, in the in the cinema. So, I will go. It's going to be on 1st of March. Oh, uh, very cool. Interesting, yeah. But I remember that, um, that game, uh, we was up uh, against Clippers for... Um, for a lot of points, maybe 20. And then the game started to uh, take a turn, you know. We we was starting to lose. And uh, I remember Don Nelson took a timeout and uh, he was yelling at us and uh, said that, I don't care. I'm not going to take any any of you out. If you lose, you're going to lose. <laughs> you know? so we had to really, we struggled, but somehow we... We made some shots and we we got the win. Uh, another another moment, what I remember against Clippers again in in uh, Los Angeles, was that uh, uh, they kept fouling me. I, I I went to the line twice and I had I think two two air balls, maybe even three. Oh wow! So I, I had really bad misses and uh, and they kept fouling me, and then. Uh, uh, referee was uh, ready to give me the ball, but uh, Don Nelson uh, shouted me, "Martin, come here!" So I had to run to to the coach, and I was afraid I'm going to get uh, technical for this. <laughs> they was uh, ref, ref was waiting, so Don Nelson told me, "Come on, Martin, your mom is watching. What are you doing?" So I went back. I said, okay, okay. So I went back to the free throw line and I made uh, six in a row. So <laughs> I don't know if it helped, but somehow I finished, uh, you know, six from 10. Yeah, that's uh, actually, I can see that here right now. I found that, that game. Yeah, you went six to 10 from the line that game. Okay. Um, that's very cool. And I, I noticed also, 
at the time, you know, you were a very skilled three-point shooter as well, which, you know, 21 years ago or 20 years ago now, that wasn't as common for a big man to be able to shoot the three like that. Do you think your your game would have translated well in today's NBA? Uh, I don't know. The game right now is really, really fast. Yeah. So, uh uh, I don't know. I'm not sure about this. You know. Yeah. Uh, in Europe, uh, maybe I'm already. It's it's too too long ago. But uh, uh, when, uh, once I got back to Europe, it was uh, so much lower. So kind of uh, you know, in Europe you play lots of uh, plays, and uh, but in NBA you try to get those easy buckets. You, you it's really physical. Even though I like to run, and then uh, I was, uh, but everybody's game changing a little bit when they get older. So uh, I don't know. I'm, I can't really compare that. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. So I know that second season in Dallas ended, and then after that, you began, you know, a very long international career. Did you have any chances to come back to the NBA, or did you want to go? Play, play back in Europe and other places around the world after after your two years in the NBA. Uh, in the uh, in the end of my NBA career, I got uh, traded a couple of times, summertime. So that's right. You were in the trade that that brought Steve Nash to Dallas, right? From Phoenix. Yeah, there were a bunch of players. Yeah, three three team trade. So uh, I I know that uh, Danny Ainge was uh, back then was in Phoenix. I think, mm-hmm. and he he had he had interest. He but but they was looking for really they needed a big guy, Luke Longley, and uh, and some uh, trade happened, and uh, I had to leave to Chicago. But Chicago was uh, also no uh, rebuilding, and uh, and uh, in some point uh, I asked Jer- Jerry Cross, yeah. That uh, to let me go. Okay. So uh, I had some offers from Greece. That was my other goal or dream to play uh, in, in Greek league, and uh, and they they let me go, and uh, and then that's where my European uh, career started. But uh, back to your question, uh, that it, if I had a chances to come back, yes, I did. I, I came even to play a summer league in uh, Boston. Oh, okay. uh, that was summer league when uh, LeBron LeBron uh, played. Oh wow! So uh, yeah, uh, we beat them too. I remember I had seven points in that game. <laughs> so but, you uh, you're uh, undefeated against LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, and, uh, and then uh, once more, uh, I got injured though in in this. Uh, uh, I twist my ankle, so I, I left. I had also contract in in uh, in Russia back then, but I had option. But uh, I came back to play and finish my uh, contract uh, in in Russia. But uh, I think a year or two later, I, came, I was supposed to come also to Minnesota. I think Kevin McHale was back then was a, a president of the team. But yeah. uh, somehow I didn't get the visa. Huh. So, so uh, I missed the 
camp and you know you know the rules if you're late or something you know so, some stories i heard some players are going back straight you know from the from the, the practice go to airport you know mm-hmm. getting sent back so so that was it for me and then i i had i think 15 years uh, basketball in europe in uh, greece in uh, greece for three years uh, in Russia for five years, I went even to Australia to play with Chris Hensty. Yes, I was going to ask you about that because he, he's also one of the players that I've talked to and I really enjoyed my conversation with him. And, and he mentioned that, that I think you guys maybe were playing in Russia together and he said you, you helped him with the transition and just uh, kind of get used to you know, the way of way of living over there. And I think he was very appreciative of that. And he said you guys would talk about your times in Dallas and that you became good friends. Yeah, we're still very good friends. We, we're talking and uh, I'm sure I want to go and visit him there again. But uh, yeah, in Russia, uh, I helped him with the language. You know, mm-hmm. he couldn't read and uh, these uh, Russian letters. So I was a little bit like a middle piece of the team uh, yeah they made me a captain so between the russians and the americans so all the russians or most of the russians didn't didn't speak good good uh, english so i was a little translating and then helping them out so with chris we played two two different cities one was perm it's almost in uh, siberia very close and one was kazan it's like uh, in the middle of Russia, so yeah, it, it, the weather was cold, and but but we had fun, you know. We yeah. won some uh, second place both years Very behind cool. Moscow. Very cool. So, what have you been doing since your your playing career ended? I had, uh, in some point, I had a restaurant. Uh, uh, but uh, then I sold it in uh, some years ago. Now, now I've been uh, assistant coach in Estonian teams uh, for last eight years. So uh, I'm still in uh, involved in basketball. I'm also board member in Estonian Basketball Federation, and uh, that's how it goes. Yeah. So I know you're you're the only Estonian to ever make the NBA, which I think is such a cool fact. Um, are there any young players right now that you think could be in the NBA from Estonia in the near future? No, I think our uh, best options are uh, maybe this Mike Kotsar, who plays in uh, uh, South Carolina. Uh, last year, they went to the f- Final Four. Oh, okay. Very cool. um, Mike Kotsar, yeah. He's a, he's a hard worker, and uh, I hope he's... He has the he has the little chance, but uh, but you know Estonia is one and a half million people, so they we don't have that many that many basketball players here. We play also yeah. soccer and skiing and uh, volleyball and but but hopefully one day somebody will uh, will show show up in yeah. NBA. That'd be really cool. So I think I actually have one more question for you. And um, it's something that I like to do with with some of the former Mavericks that I've been talking to. Um, Right now, I'm looking at the roster for the 1997-1998 Dallas Mavericks. So your second year with the team. And there are 
18 names on it. I wanted to see how many of them you can name. 97, okay. Yeah, your second year, so when Don Nelson was the coach. Okay, let's go. Uh, Robert Pack, Khalid Reeves, Eric Strickland, uh, Chris Anstey, Samaki Walker. Samaki Walker actually played with me a little bit in Kazan also in Russia. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, then uh, uh, AC Green, uh, Hubert Davies. Uh, no, 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 no. Who could be? Who else? Oh, Sean Bradley. Mm -hmm. Now I'm running out of the names. I'm sure <laughs> I wasn't ready for that question. Yeah, I, I like to see uh, how many of the of the guys can name their their teammates from a particular season. Mm, uh, Greg Trailing, maybe, or it, he was ninety-six. Uh, maybe. Yeah, he was ninety-six. Yeah, Ed O'Bannon, probably also ninety-six. Uh, yeah, he was also ninety-six. Oh, uh, Sasha Danilovic. Uh... Uh, he was ninety-six, also. Okay, so I'm, uh, it's, it's mixed <laughs> up for me. It's been twenty years. Yeah, I know, I know. So um, I, I can name them for you. It's just uh, so I have uh, Adrian Caldwell. Cedric Sabalos. Yes, Cedric Sabalos was also playing Russia against me. Oh, cool. So lots of ex-Mavericks been in, in, <laughs> in Russia. Yeah, um, Michael Finley. Yes. Uh, yes, uh, Kevin Ollie. Yes. Sean Respert. Yes, I remember Eric, that. Eric Riley. Yes, remember, big guy. <laughs> uh, Dennis Scott. Yes, of course. And then uh, Kurt Thomas, who you mentioned before, and then one more, um, Bubba Wells. Bubba Wells, yes, we was together in 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 Chicago, so we was traded there. Yeah. So. And, yeah. <laughs> well, that's uh, yeah, that's a, that's a question I I always enjoy asking, and I, I just want to say thank you for for agreeing to meet with me and for being so responsive. Um, I really appreciate it. And then obviously, when I was sick last week and we had to reschedule, I uh. I really appreciate your, your schedule flexibility right there, Martin. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Anytime, maybe maybe another 10 or 20 years, we do it again. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. I'll, uh, I'll send you another message in, uh, let's call it 10 years. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank, thank you so you. much, and uh, ha have a great day. All the best. Ciao. Okay. Forgotten Marathon. Woo! Marathon.